When shit hit the fan, and all of the buffets in the US shut down, one man stood up in the face of food oppression. That man's name is Brandon. In this episode, our chubby chum is on the road breaking into buffets across the country and raiding their refrigerators. Today he is calling us from the walk-in freezer inside Soon Chi's Ching Chan Chinese Buffet in Boise, Idaho. Let's see what this portly reporter has to share. What is happening? This is the Try Not To Laugh podcast. I am Brandon, and with me until I can find a friend with just a little more pizzazz and a lot more class is... Greetings, this is Andy. And we are two live long buddies trying to navigate this crazy world through comedy, you classless bastards. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for being a friend, Andy. We're not friends. Would you... We're not? Huh. <laughs> and if you were... If, I was like, I was taking that in inventory. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> if you were a golden girl, you'd be either Betty or Blanche because you're stupid and slutty. I'm slutty and oblivious. There's a difference, you once fat bitch. <laughs> Don't get petty, asshole. Um, t- today, I want to talk about friends and friendship. I mean, look at us. We're about to celebrate 25 years of fatness, fraternity, and follies. We're going to celebrate with a cake and a toga party and a meatball eating competition. Oh, I love the meatball eating competition. Can we do the uh, the meatball that we talked about in one of our short shorts? Can we do the... Uh... Monkey meatballs, of course. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I find that my best friends are my oldest friends, I would say. So, like, you're my oldest friends at... You're my oldest friend. I think I said friends accidentally because you take the place of two people. Um, But, you know, we met in a really funny, weird way. Like, I remember it was like eighth grade and we were at a computer class and we had to do a graphic design. It was like a first graphic design class. And they said, do a box of M&Ms. How can we do that? And you were like, you you just looked at me. We never met. You're like, you should be able to do this, right? <laughs> you like, got this right. I should have known that I fucking had to carry your ass back then. <laughs> but boy, you know, when you give me a competition that is food related, boy, can I really take up that challenge. So I made the prettiest M&M box in all the land. I think that they stole the types of M&Ms from my, from my thing, you know, because I did blue M&Ms before, before blue M&Ms came out. You did, didn't you? I met my other friend in a really weird way, too. We were at, uh, this is really funny. We were at our school and we were both online for lunch. We were both getting our food, but he was sitting in another seat. Okay. And this is why it's funny because I got up to want to eat more food. They told me that I couldn't eat more food. This kid gave up his fruit cup. So you'd say, oh, that's so nice of him. But then I realized years later, he gave up the fruit cup because he's 430 pounds. So he never eat, ate fruit anyway. So there's no skin off of his back. <laughs> but from there, I'm like, all right, this guy will give me more food. I'm going to hang out with him. I don't have to scavenge as much for food. Little did I know that he ate everything inside anyway. But And then I met another friend in the third college that I went to. I went to three colleges then. That's how smart I am. This guy, I was in a acting class with. All right. You, I mean, you should know the way I could act and you know how I act like an asshole. I guess. Yeah, like a punk. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it, but it's acting nonetheless. OK, it's it's the scenes are very meaty. OK, the um, so I meet him and we do a scene together and I'm like, it went really well, did it? And it, it had to have gone great. And he's like, 
Yeah. Okay. We're great. And then we introduced each other. Meanwhile, this kid, terrible actor, gets an A. I pour my heart and soul into this role. Guy gives me a B minus. B minus. That should be your new nickname, first of all. B minus. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad nickname, actually, for me. I always thought it was funny how you have this whole other life that I'm not involved in at all. So you've got friends that I've never heard of or met, business associates, you're always in and out of meetings. Like, who is this other person that I don't know? It's true. I do have, uh, I, I've got, Andy, I'm an ogre. I've got layers. You know that, right? Or am I just an onion? It's just a smelly I onion. <laughs> I stink. I do. I've got two sides of me. There's many, many sides of, of BJK, you know? Yeah. On the sides. There's, there's a lot going on there. B minus is a complex machine. <laughs> he is. He's just, he's, he's like a, a complex vitamin, you know? You don't know how to ingest them quite. <laughs> but you, but you do because you need them. You need, <laughs> you need them, so you have to ingest them. Painfully. <laughs> uh, it's disgusting. All right, so I've got a few friends who I consider my oldest friends. And my friend Milk, you told a story about how you met someone at lunch in school. The first time I ever met Milk, I was it was my first day in a new school in seventh grade, and I'm standing in line, and I didn't know, because this is Long Island, I was coming from Brooklyn, where you basically had to fight for your food. On Long Island, not only do you get lunch, but there's like trays of free salad, oh, yeah. like all these little yeah. sides and stuff that they just, you know, yeah. it's complimentary. Mescaline salad. Yeah, they were really, they were ahead of its time, really. Yeah. Little Caesar salads. <laughs> and I remember reaching for one. And this fat little hand comes out of nowhere <laughs> with an inhaler, sprays the salad, and I'm like, what the fuck? I look up, and like this fat kid is la- is looking at me, and he's like, <laughs> and he just walks away. And I was like, I'm going to kick his fucking ass. <laughs> End of the day, he comes up to me in gym as I'm walking track. Notice how I said walking. And so is he. So he's like, hey, you're the new kid, right? And I'm like, hey, you're the jerk off who uh, sprayed my salad with an inhaler. He's like, yeah, that was funny, right? And I'm like, no, you ruined my salad. But anyway. Um, Wait, hold on. The funniest know. part of the story is that both of you fat fucks were talking about having salad. I haven't seen you eat a salad ever. This is in addition to the tacos and french fries I ordered for lunch. Oh, all right. All right. That's like a, a fat chick who orders a triple uh, cheeseburger and then asks for a Diet Coke. That's my go-to. I get the Diet Coke, no ice. That was milk. Wait, but do you, did, did you tell everyone who who called it milk? Who started milk? You brought the name back from a weekend in Brooklyn. So you went, really? to, you went to stay with your friend. Let's call him Mike Shramundi. And yeah. <laughs> his little brother burst into the room rapping and refer to himself as heavy milk. I remember that. Okay. So then you come back Monday morning into school and you're like, oh, I heard the funniest thing this weekend. This kid called himself heavy milk. And that's a perfect nickname for Dave. So <laughs> we started calling him heavy milk. And for like six <laughs> months, he was heavy milk. And I, I remember hated that. the name. He was so pissed. <laughs> he he fucking hated it. He hated it. He was, was going to start a fight. I think he, I, I remember the last day that we called him heavy milk. We were about to fight, like actually fist fight because he hated it so much. And we finally dropped the heavy and he's been milk ever since. Well, what we did, it was almost like negotiations. It, it was like getting Israel and Palestine together. Like we had to get at the table and we're like, all right, we got to make this thing work. And I'm like, I can't give up the milk. 
and he's and then he's probably like, I hate the heavy part. I'm like, can we do just the milk? He's like, yeah, I think we can do. I think we can do the milk. So it's the heavy that bothered me because milky milky didn't mind, and then and then from then till now, it's milk. Oh, he's embraced it. He loves it. Like it became his thing. I remember he would show up places with a gallon of milk and just be yes, chugging it all he's night. chugging milk and stuff. <laughs> he. So would you say that I actually gave him his life? Should he thank me? Yeah. I mean, you basically formed his identity. Hmm. You know, otherwise yeah, he would have no identity. He wouldn't know who he is. Right. He'd just be lost in the crowd. Yeah. Thank thank me, Dave. Okay. <laughs> and then there's a few others, but I, that's, that story probably stands out the most. So I'll leave it at me. Yeah. And, and you know, we've had all sorts of friends, but I think the ones that... Um, really stand out obviously are like the crazy ones or the depressed ones or the impossible ones to kind of be around. So we had a, a friend who I ended up, you know, getting really friendly with as well. So remember, remember he, he would go into fits of rage though. There would be times he'd get either drunk or, uh, you know, he would really just, um, I'll never forget. This was, we went out all of us, even with, uh, my wife it was when we were younger we went to the city. We just went out. We had dinner. Fantastic time. We went to bars. We went to a late night comedy show. We're getting back from the late night comedy show. We get on the LIRR for the 243. And I'll never forget it. We were all drunk off of our ass. And for some reason, we sit down and this kid next to us kind of like starts with us. And we're talking about like nicknames. He's like, he's like, What's your nickname? We just went over nicknames. He's like, I'm peanut butter. And I'll never forget. He said, yo, be smooth, peanut butter. Be smooth. You know, because we're about to start a fight. (laughs) All of us. He's like, be smooth, peanut butter. And I'll never get that line. (laughs) And, um, you know, it was was kind of funny, but he was kind of nuts, though, too. He had a dark side, you know? He was a he's a fucking kook. And we're talking about. uh, Yeah, his name was Drew. I Drew had a fucking dark side for sure. I've seen him drunk. And he was like a nice, respectable, just fucking Jewish kid from the suburbs. Wouldn't hurt a fly. But the minute, the minute this kid touched like a beer or like a glass of anything, he would just. Oh yeah. It was just like a switch went off. I remember at your bachelor party, we were walking through the casino. That's when your fiance at the time was. You know, she was there having her thing, and it was all in the same hotel. And somebody said something to her, like some guy looked at her the wrong way, or like said something. And he just fucking lost it. He's like, I'll stab you in the eye with my keys. And we're all like, Joe, relax. What the fuck, dude? What's wrong with you? You've had one beer. And he's like, I'll kill him. And we had to drag him away. (laughs) You know what? I didn't know he was the knight in shining armor. I forgot. Sadly enough, I was upstairs at 1145, passed out because I drank too much too early. And everyone else had a great time. Oh, yeah. We went out to dinner. You got shit faced within like eight minutes of getting there. And yeah, you were out on the couch with a lampshade on your head by like 11 p.m. Do you remember our, our friend that would uh, dance at the clubs and he ended up getting a hematoma? Let's call him Fluis. <laughs> <laughs> Fluis. Yeah, Fluis was, uh, he was a horrible dancer, but he loved to dance. But he loved dancing. He'd like try and do like the reggae style dancing, but he was so white. You know, like you would look at him, you're like, you're too white to try and attempt this. I mean, why are you even trying? Whatever that grind is that you do to reggae music. It was so fun watching him because he looked, he has this stance almost as though he's going to box with you. 
So, you know what I mean? He's got yes. the two fists up and he's swaying side to side. It looks like he's like sticking and moving. Do you, do you remember I tried to give him a really bad dance move, the octopus? Do you remember <laughs> our other friend who uh, pretended to have a twin brother to avoid repaying a $5 loan in high school? That was Glenn in like 10th, ninth or 10th grade. He borrowed $5 so he could buy lunch one day from this uh, Pakistani kid named Mukhtar. Remember Mukhtar? Oh, Mukhtar. Of course. Did his parents own the, uh, the convenience store? I I think they just worked there. But oh. I, I, either way, he he lent him $5 to buy lunch. And the next day he comes to Glenn. He's like, Glenn, give me my $5. And he's like, um, I'm not Glenn. I'm Mark. And he's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Give me my money. He's like, no, seriously. Glenn's upstairs in the library. I'm Mark. I'm his twin brother. And he's like, he, don't, he has no brother. And he's like, I'm telling you, I'm his brother. <laughs> Mukhtar goes up to the library to look for him. And as he's up there, we run to his locker and he changes his shirt. I'll never forget. He put on like this gr- a green long sleeve t-shirt and we run back to the lunchroom. Mukhtar comes marching back to the lunchroom and he's like, he's like, Mark, where the fuck is Glenn? He's not in library. He's like, what are you talking about? I am Glenn. I just gave Mark $5 to go give to you in the library. So he's like, what the fuck is happening? He's getting so pissed. His brown face is turning red. I go find him. And he goes back up to the library. (laughs) And he takes his shirt off and puts it into his book bag. And this went on for days. Days. He walked around with a spare shirt in his bag. Just for $5? (laughs) At that point, the $5 was irrelevant. Like the joke was worth so much more. I, I guess you're right. It's just at that point, $5 for a storyline. I mean, this is better than a movie. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't believe he fell for it. We just hung out with idiots. I mean, we had all of these different nicknames that we'd give for ourselves too. remember. I mean, we'd have we'd have Beak. I mean, we already mentioned Milk, but we, we, we gave uh, Fluis. His, his nickname was Beak and we had... Um, that's because of a um, big Italian schnoz. That's true. What else did we do? What did we do for Flengerman? What did we What did we give him? What nickname? What uh, was his? Cubano. Uh, Glenn? He was Glenitalia. Oh, yeah. Glenitalia. I remember oh, Glenitalia. I'd, I'd call him Bonk because he has a huge head. And he yes, reminds me of Bonk's we, Adventures from Sega. Yes. From, uh, no, not Sega. Jaguar. The was Jaguar that? system. Okay. Oh, man. Taking me back in time to the Jaguar system. One of the best. A shag you all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we had all, I had a million nicknames. I mean, I remember my high school nicknames. Uh, the nose, beefy tits, um, uh, sexy beast, right? Was it, who gave me that one? Uh, I mean, that was a self-proclaimed one. But, uh, okay. oh, but I, okay. So Josh, though, that kid, you gave him so many names. And he, for some reason, like usually you give someone a nickname and even if they don't like it, they'll just go with it. He used to fucking, like, almost to the point of crying. You used to just call him, like, Rash, Tash. Uh, slash. Road, slash, Slasher McGurk. Road Rash. I mean, we came up with dozens of nicknames for him. And they, it always that, worked. Yeah. Like, you could just call him up and be like, what's up, Rash? And he's like, fuck you! Like he would, you know what I used to do? What? So do you remember when the, when the movie Philadelphia came out? Oh, God. It was with Tom Hanks. Okay. So 
so we used to do this song, right? And uh, it was like the song from the movie. Um, I think uh, Bruce Springsteen did it, right? But yeah, we right. Go, but, but why? But why did this happen? You might want to tell that part of the story. Wait, why did this happen? Well, why? Why did it happen? I know the song. Uncle who died of AIDS. Oh God Almighty! We really that harsh. And we used to call him up, and you would sing we on the phone. I would sing on the streets of Philadelphia. It's a bit nippy outside. And we used to go, you stupid fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, I can't believe. No, We're lucky we're not dead, I guess. We're lucky he didn't have that list, like in that Sandler movie, where he'd want to come back for us to kill us. Well, no wonder he doesn't accept any of our friend invites on Facebook. Oh yeah, no, he refuses. Which I don't, I don't blame him for. I don't. I mean, we used to do things like uh, we would wrestle all of us in his basement, but we would throw each other through their coffee tables. I mean, they, so many <laughs> coffee tables broke; it was oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, his house was just a prop for our wrestling matches. I mean, sir, we we broke so many things. I'm I'm really shocked that his parents didn't didn't. Ban us for life from that house. I know. Probably, we used you know, to just they were eat. probably just so thankful that we were hanging out with their loser son that they didn't even care. Like we, we we could just like break figurines and eat all the food in the fridge, and they would just oh, just go the with cakes. It. I, I'd eat so much cake. So could you imagine going in there? What it's like to spend all this time on cake for your family, and half of it is gone all the time. <laughs> like the mom just baked it that morning. She leaves for work. You come over and just eat the entire thing. Like, a, uh, like the seven layers thing. became like in three to three and a half layers at most. There's not a lot of layers left. <laughs> not on the cake. Why was it always a seven layer wedding cake? Did he, did, were they just trying to sell them off to anybody? We had another guy that that we hung out with. Let's let's call him Braden. Uh, he his parents were army people, and. Um, you know, we we just kind of went over for the rations. Like I just went, I just went over to the house because I knew that I can get one of those packs of, um, you know, the army food. For some reason, I like those. I don't know why. I liked watching them uh, like cook themselves. Like when you just add a cup of water and it just immediately starts to steam and prepare itself. Oh, that Andy, that really chili, cool. right? The chili right out of the bag. And come on, mwah. that's like what Mama <laughs> used to make. You know, <laughs> stuff was amazing, delicious. Oh, God, can you imagine it? I'm an army cook. <laughs> this I is some of the best shit I've ever made. I'm right out of the bag. One time, everybody was hanging outside of his house, and um, Al, uh, our friend Alan was there, and he was showing off this like military-grade mace that his dad got, and he's like, check this out, and he sprays a little bit into the air, and in that moment, the wind blew it right into Alan's face. <laughs> <laughs> and he maced the shit out of him and it, like, uh, it went in his eyes his mouth his nose he was fucked up for like the whole day i could picture him being like i eat this for breakfast and spraying it right into his mouth right the dad doesn't care he's like this is like banaka you know we talk about all these old friends but how would we make friends now like we there are apps out there for dating i think we need apps out there for friendship don't you think yeah yeah, absolutely. I mean, making a profile. Um, I, well, do pictures even matter anymore? Like, does it even matter what your friends look like now? Because to me, like, the two most important things are your interests and your compatible phone schedule. Right. They need to be available and there for you. And yeah. you guys need to like similar things. That's about it. Yeah. 
So you just do that. You just pair people up. I don't, I don't see what's wrong with that. I mean, I think that's a great app that we should develop. And I mean, or do I just hang out at places like Home Depot? I'll let Doug Heffernan and King of Queens, that episode where they were, they didn't have friends either. So they would just hang out with, with, with they'd hang out with each other and um, they would just try and make friends at Depot. Home Depot, you're, you're bound to meet someone who's into doing home improvements or doing some kind of projects, or unless you're hanging out in the gardening section, in which case you're out right. for, you know, chicks or, or gay men in your case. Um, like, <laughs> I like music. So I join bands, you know, I'll typically pick one or two at most members to be friends with, and the rest I treat like coworkers. Oh, really? So you don't want to be friends with everyone in the band? You pick and choose? I'll pick and choose. Why though? Because you're not going to click with everybody. So ultimately you end up being... You say that, but if I were in Fleetwood Mac, I'm not picking between Lindsey Buckingham and Mick Fleetwood. And I'm not picking. You're right. I wouldn't be friends with either of them. What? <laughs> Fuck Fleetwood Mac. Andy, edge of 17, man? Come on. Uh, you're usually at the edge of 15. At least they went up to 17. We've been friends for 25 years, but what's the likelihood that we would be friends now? Scale on one to 10. All right. I'm just, I'm mulling this over right now. If we had to do it all over again, I, I give it a five. I have to wonder how we stay friends at this point, but <laughs> we don't, we don't listen to the same music. We, although we do like the same foods, that's on the positive side. Right. We don't, we don't listen even closely to the same music, I don't think. I'd say know, it's maybe. more like a four, but hmm. that's, that's a, based that's on the number of years I've known you, our mutual appreciation okay. of food, women, and comedy. And the rest is a mystery. Huh. Okay, so that only garners a four. <laughs> that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> what is so complex about the other six points that I need to know about? You know what? If we put both of our numbers together, it's a nine. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it's actually a nine. Though. Fine. But, but sh sh should we remain friends? That's the great question. How are the numbers for the show? That's what it's dependent on. We may remain friends. <laughs> well, we're in 48 states and 39 countries. I'd say we're worth keeping around. Keep this charade going for uh, another year and see where we end up. Oh, no. I think we balance each other out. I mean, I think I'm the yin to your wang. You need me, Bumblebee. You're the smegma to my uncircumcised penis. Yeah. Cheese. But I do yes. like cheese, though. Big, big, big cheese fan. Yeah, though. dick cheese. I know. And I am circumcised, by the way. We knew that. We knew that. <laughs> so the roles of friends, though. Are they changing as is? So, like, for instance, as a teen, you just need someone to hang out with you. You play video games. You do, you know, retarded things with. You smoke up. You listen to some music. You talk about idiotic your idiotic part-time job. You're basically just comparing dick length. Hopefully, they have a sister whose panties you could steal, and you enjoy the same drugs. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I had some, some of your sister's panties. I mean, I haven't told you that, but <laughs> I used to do a little scratch and sniff. You know, what can you do? I mean, you know, it didn't seem like you would have minded. No, I'll still wear yours, sisters, uh, on my face now as a mask when I go to Seven Eleven. You look like Babe. <laughs> <laughs> you do, the, you, you do the voice. Come here, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind my smell. That's just twenty years of pussy. If it smells like fish, but tastes like chicken, hold your nose and keep on licking, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> We're both doing impressions of Bill Cosby and a little bit of Obama. Now, at this point, you need someone who can really help you kind of navigate life, right? So it's boring but necessary, which you are both boring but necessary. <laughs> but 
you, you need like a ride or die. So now it's more about quality than the quantity, unlike Facebook, you know? Sure. You can flaunt your number of friends online, but you can't do that in real life. So you're better off choosing wisely and having more meaningful allies. I think expectations are wildly different because I have less. I really want people who are kind of willing to listen to my complaining. Like, how are your ears lately? What? <laughs> I guess not very good, but <laughs> I, I think there's a there's also a priority shift. So we're now semi semi responsible people with kids. So like real world shit that we were never expecting. So I don't I don't have time for marginal bullshitty type things. Exactly. Out of friends, you know, quality over quantity. I don't need to waste my time listening to someone else's problems every time we get on the phone or meet for coffee. You want to open up to me about some real shit? I'm all ears. But if you just need a shoulder to cry on and any shoulder will do, go fuck your mother. Yeah, I, I, I listen, you want to be a good friend. You want to be there for people. Definitely. That's the, that is the part that I was talking about before. Right. But again, there is a limited amount of time out there, you know. So you got to you got to pick the friends that you really mesh with. that You want to spend time with. So people leave. I guess people when they're younger do pick. Some of them pick people that they're compatible with and not, not just hang on, I guess. That's why my friends are my parents now. I'm, I'm staying away from friends. They take care of the kids. That's a big one. That's important. All right. That's correct. So you could, you could drink with them. That's pretty much all we do. <laughs> Me right. and my dad get so, fucking shit-faced. Ex- exactly. But you know what? I bet you've never had a better time. You've never connected so much. Oh, yeah. Over, over a bottle of vodka, you know? He's my favorite person to drink with. Exactly. Exactly. I bet you the stories that he could tell, though, you should get him really drunk. Make him tell you some stories that we probably never heard. He's like me. He likes to get really drunk and tell dirty jokes. Like, that's more his thing. He doesn't tell as many oh, okay. stories. He'll tell stories when he's feeling kind of somber. But when he's drunk, he loves telling dirty jokes. Uh, well, look, look, friendship is hard. You just choose as wisely as your wife or husband. That's it. You just gotta, you just gotta be picky. You gotta pick and choose. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're gross, well, and then you just take what you can get. Right. If you're gross, it's a whole different ballgame. I mean, we know that. If you're gross, there's a whole lot of other problems in your life beyond that. So <laughs> you got to hope. Well, I would like to thank everyone for listening to another awesome episode of the Try Not to Laugh podcast. I am Brandon, and with me is my best friend and literally larger-than-life personality. And I'm Andy. <laughs> See you later. Thanks for listening to TNTL Podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share on all obligatory podcasting and social media platforms, or we will find you. Yes, that is a threat. <laughs>